So, uh, we're, uh, we're at it again. Uh, episode one, something. And, uh, I guess, uh, we didn't, we didn't do like a, a British thing. So, uh, I guess we're running this one in the ground. Uh, welcome to the Dan J's Comedy Art Podcast. I'm Dan. And I, I'm Jay. Yeah. What 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 British thing were you hoping to do? You know, they do like a season or two, and then the show's just gone, right? Oh, just right. To end on that high note. Sure. You know, this. But I been... guess we're doing the American thing. We're just gonna just just run this, just run this into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, I thought I'd explain. I was. I uh, I was. Under the impression that uh, after 150, I could uh, get out of my life, but now I no. know that's uh, no, 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 that's no. not the case. That also would imply that you would no longer have me as a friend, and there's no way you don't want. <laughs> I mean, I thought I'd get on with my life, but uh, it's fine. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. No, it's okay. Fine. Sure. Right. It's fine. That's good. Okay. Good. Well, thanks for that. Just wonderful introduction, Dan. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, we were supposed to, well, not supposed to, I'd originally picked a looking forward video for last week, but uh-huh. I think, I think you had the smart idea to talk about vice president. We, uh, just everybody happy day of the dead. Um, it's the day after Halloween. So I'm Dio sorry. You guys de los muertos. Exactly right. Uh, I thought about playing remember me on ha- guitar. Happy, happy Coco day. Exactly. I was going to try and play remember me on guitar, but I can't play most of the chords. They're not that complicated, but I'm not good of a guitar player. So. Will you remember me? I don't. I will remember you. So why didn't you think of that ahead of time? Because that would have been <laughs> should have been the joke I opened this podcast with. Um, you didn't. You don't communicate, Jason. Oh, I don't communicate. Oh, I don't communicate. Yeah, you, you know. don't. Com- Look, Doctor Schwartzer says you don't communicate. Listen, Doctor yes. Schwartzer, maybe. Just maybe, maybe, maybe he's got a bit of a bias. Maybe he likes you more. Why would he like me more? That doesn't even make sense. He's an impartial third party oh, that I found. Okay, impartial. Sure, you yes. found him. Why don't you tell everybody where you found him? He, hmm? he, 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 he thumbs up something on my Facebook. Yep. See. See, this is just it. This is it. So he he thought he likes. He's a fan specifically of your work. Discovered our work through you. Right, but he promised to be impartial. Oh, he promised. Yes. Oh, okay. So we're just taking everybody's promises now. Well, I guess you're not. Well, I promise not to be passive aggressive anymore. So oh, I promise to take you at your word. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I promise never to be sarcastic. So I guess that's working out. Well, I promise that you get to keep the cat. We'll talk about this later. Okay. We shouldn't be doing this on the air. No, We're hashing stuff out that should not be hashed out on a podcast. Unless it's like a bad relationship podcast. Right. Which this is not. No. I mean. That's a bad example with be. Dan and Jay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be. Or there's a point where it could have been. If we were podcasting at certain different times of our lives, you know. When That's Jay true. Was in a real bad place, you know. Yeah, when he um, wasn't fiddling with his microphone. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> um, you guys have to live with it. I don't edit this shit at all. 
Um, I will remember you. Boy, the nineties were weird. <laughs> right? Like, just the music was just I it, it's mm, I my thoughts of the nineties are always there's there's nothing there's no culture to it. It's like when people come to LA, like, there's no culture here. It's like you said that because you're white and you don't notice the other neighborhoods you don't go to. I like because <laughs> I didn't explore the nineties, I guess I guess some of that culture just sort of passed me by and like it, it actually is very unique. It's bad, but it's unique. Uh so there is the nineties has some things going for it. Some things. Some eighties leftovers. You know That's true. That is what that is. Eighties the eighties were like were like uh you know urban communities and minorities were trying to be heard in pop culture and the nineties were like they finally were, but like white people were used to it and then uh, I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let the 90s pass you by. Because I was like, I think that is the next part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you let the 90s pass you by. I did. Well, that's just how it goes. So I'm going to start drinking a a thing. I think I sent you a picture of it. Oh, okay. Maybe. It's not. Oh, I think you did. Great. (laughs) It is not your father's fruit punch. Now, that sounds like pure poison to me. That just sounds like it's just a, it's just alcohol and sugar in a bottle. Yeah, it just sounds like red drink with some vodka in it. It is like a little bit. No, of the, like... it's it's a five percent alcohol per volume, so it's more than the Henry's. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the fucking thing. Yeah, and if and and, and I think you need to you need to hashtag or at Henry's mm-hmm. on this thing. Hmm. I thought maybe just my local store wasn't carrying hard soda anymore but i was all Mm -hmm. the way in freaking springfield eugene area western oregon sure no freaking only grape drink hard soda i checked three different locations right i can't find hard soda anywhere anymore and i don't really like not your father's but Mm -hmm. you know and i haven't been drinking soda anymore with like dinner or anything so now i've got like the soda sweet tooth like that stuff would be awesome and i can't find it anywhere so that being said, that's where I found this. And so I popped it up and took a sip. Mm-hmm. And was immediately God shocked. Good job. I like... Um, you can't even see. I have a handful of beer right now. <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay got excited and it foamed all up in his hand. Yep. Yep. That's what happened. But, uh... I'm sorry, I mean, listening. <laughs> I, I think... When you got a Not Your Father's Drink, what would you... Mm-hmm. What is one characteristic that you mm-hmm. would expect from it? Well, I would it's, I would expect it to have most of the familiarity of the drink that you're you're used to. Like this is pretty much your Mountain Dew, but with alcohol in it. I mean, that's my first thing. It's like this should resonate yeah. as the thing it says in the bottle. It is. I was expecting a soda. Uh huh. There it's is no flat. It's flat. It's Hawaiian Punch. No, but okay, but so I was just you know normally sometimes you drink something that's carbonated and it catches you off guard when you're not expecting something. Sure, sure. I've never had it go the other way around before. It's a it's a bottled drink. Like that's half the point. Like, yeah, so uh, it's not at all fizzy. That makes zero sense to me. They're just that's trying weird. to they're trying to make alcoholic wine punch. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing I just in that defense, my, yeah, it does basically taste like Hawaiian punch. 
right. well, in, in that it tastes like absolutely no actual known flavor in reality. Right. right. Have we discussed this before that I like the idea that if they're going to do what you're drinking, which is something I could do once a year, uh, or, you know, maybe at parties, I want the alcoholic version of the flavors of, or maybe in the original form themselves, of Otter Pops. Like, if I could have <laughs> alcoholic Otter Pops, that, and again, they wouldn't be fizzy, but, like, that would be fucking This good. does taste a lot like the red Otter Pop. I bet. So that might be the thing I would need to try. And you could probably... You might be able to get away. Freeze it. If mm-hmm. you get... Get the alcoholic grape Henry's. Okay. And if they ever, if you get find the orange, and just defizz them, mm-hmm. sh- and then freeze them, you could basically mm-hmm. make most of the otter pops. Okay. No green, that's, but right that which by the way is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. but that's fine. Uh, mostly because of the color. Tijuana beer. I'm drinking this Tijuana beer that I got at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. which is Tijuana Mexican Lager. Um, good. Uh, only tastes good in a, a, a cup, uh, as several beers I've had lately. Only tastes good in, uh-huh. in a cup. Uh, I'm going to have you tell the. We're going to talk about the video in a minute, but yes. you, uh, you have to tell them the story while I literally go change my pants because they are soaked in beer. So I'll be right back. So I guess I'm supposed to tell you a story. <laughs> so let's see. Once upon a time. There was a boy who lived in a small village, a fishing village. And uh, the people ran out of fish. And so uh, they kept trying to fish further and further out. And uh, they still just could not find any fish. So then the boy um, went to the sun and talked to the sun and said, Sun, there aren't any fish in our oceans and my people are hungry. Please help me. And the sun says, Yo, kid, the fuck? I'm not in charge of water. I'm not in charge of sea creatures. If I'm in charge of anything, I'm in charge of fish. And that's, I mean, uh, plants, but uh, that's even kind of questionable. What the fuck? And how did you get up here? And the kid apologized, went home, and everyone died. The end. I bet that was a great story. You know, I've never listened back to any of the stories you've told in between. (laughs) So that feels like that should be a compilation episode at some point. Or just, like, go through and look at the waveforms. Where is there a point where I'm not talking at all? Oh, okay. And then just cut and... See what happens. I'll yeah. probably be disappointed, I'm guessing. 95% of the time. Okay. That's, that sounds good. So, the video I picked this week was something from Looking Forward 2016. And I picked it because I'm currently editing it. Um, <laughs> so, quick background. <clears throat> Go to Looking Forward, uh, the, lookingforwardmovie.com. This is a sequel to the movie that I did in 2012, which is kind of half-assed because it took me several years to complete, and I kind of rushed it to get it finished. But Dan's in it. Uh, Of course he's in it. Dan's in that one. Dan's also in the 2016 one. It's my fake run for the presidency. And in 2016, the movie existed as a series of 184 blogs. Thought it was 183, but literally the other day discovered I had not put one of the videos on the playlist that that makes up the movie. So (laughs) two years later, I'm like, 
There you go. Drag and drop. There we go. Uh, so found that out. But like 18 hours of footage. And I decided to pick one that is appropriate to the theme of our show, which is drinking, and also has like a mild story behind the recording of it. I drunk, but I think I should have video of this. I have to get water for not to be drunk. This is how we get water. I'm chasing Guam. I'm looking forward to be your president. So my character runs for the presidency. No spoilers because the entire thing is out there. Obviously, I lose because it kind of does take place. It's supposed to take place in this universe. I mean, I play myself. Dan plays his, himself. Everybody else is a character. You, play, you played I yourself. I played myself. And um, I played with myself, too. As, as, as DJ Khaled would say. Of course. I'm sure. He also says something to the effect of, I don't eat pussy, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, just saying. He also hands someone like... He was $10,000, buy yourself a house, buy your mom a house. That's a weird dude, and also, he doesn't know that houses cost more it's than $10,000. Oh, okay. You smart. You loyal. It's, it's, it's also, I, I don't know. He sounds interesting. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. DJ Khaled's porn tape. Yeah, we're talking about DJ Khaled's porn tape. God, is that a thing? Oh, that doesn't exist. Oh, God damn it. All right, Ish. well... Weird. Uh, so, yeah, so that movie is a thing, and I'm cutting it and trying to get it done before the... The DJ Khaled porn day. video, he mm-hmm. means. Yep, currently cutting that together. <laughs> gotta, get that, gotta get that up before election yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. So important that people understand. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. once you find out mm-hmm. who's on the receiving end. Woof. Boy, damn. Is it? Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert. Uh-huh. It's DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, so this is a movie that I worked on, and uh, not just I worked on, fucking like 15 or 16 other people who did blogs in character. That's what most of the movie is blogs and quote unquote leaked footage. Uh, 18 hours of footage that's out there. Dan played uh, his, the fictional version of him, I played the fictional version of me, and uh, my character loses the election, obviously. And I put this one video after my concession speech where i appear to be drunk getting out of a bed and going to drink water uh dan you want to talk talk about your first impressions because i'm assuming you haven't seen the video because who's watched all 18 hours of that even i haven't yet um my first impression was it looked like you were really drunk Mm -hmm. Mm um also the camera angle that you used were you using your like gopro ish my phone just my phone Oh, your phone? Something about the angle of it mm-hmm. was very <laughs> disorienting. Yeah. It, it felt like it was semi-fisheye. Right. Yeah. I think I just so. have a fisheye face. <laughs> I just naturally... No, uh, Jason, uh-huh. I fucking see your face every week. <laughs> it was... It was like you normally have a five head. Uh huh. Uh huh. That is true. <laughs> there was like a seven head in that yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. So there was something 
I don't know if it's the angle yeah. or I mean I think the phone lenses because of how small they are mm-hmm. there is a little bit of weirdness to them when you get really close to stuff. Uh-huh. But there was definitely like I kind of was along for the journey for that right. like 17 seconds or however long it was. <laughs> yeah, so I get out of bed. I'm like I'm drunk, but I want. I think I should make this video. This is how I drink water. And I go and drink water out of the faucet, and I say, I'm Jason Klum. I'm looking for being your president. Uh, yeah, so full disclosure, yes, I was incredibly drunk. I'd had two to three <laughs> bottles of wine. Um, so I was... Because uh, one, one of the things you can see uh-huh. that kind of gave it uh-huh. away is just kind of a... Look where your both your eyes are pointing <laughs> on your close up shot in the bathroom. Uh-huh. You'll see they aren't exactly the same direction. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was wondering if it was just me. I'm like, maybe it is the fisheye effect. No, you're probably right. I think both my eyes might have been a little they're just one's real relaxed. I <laughs> I, kn- I know that I've I've definitely felt that while drawing yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm like my eyes are not doing the same thing right. as each other. And I always think it's my brain, but maybe it is a thing where your eye muscles must relax and like you go a bit cross-eyed. I mean, that's I mean, there are people who play that drunk when they're being overly comically drunk. Uh yeah, so I was up in San Francisco visiting in-laws, and these in-laws uh like to constantly refresh your wine glass. Like and they're in wine country. So, and they have wine mm-hmm. bottle subscriptions and like we'll go places and get extra wine. So that's, that's dinner with Bernie too. Yeah. We uh we we can pound them I back. Bet. So yeah. So I literally that's two to three bottles of wine. Uh, also after watching just the most frustrating motion smoothing on all these things that I'd kind of wanted to see. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, but I was so drunk I was enjoying the Iron Fist even with motion smoothing, and that's a bad show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's terrible. Um. I like I like the the lady one. She's great, but uh, the Samantha. Fuck! I always get the name wrong. Is it Jessica Jones? It's Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, I keep wanting to say Samantha Who. I think. Uh, so watching Jessica. <laughs> that's a really good one. But that would be a very <laughs> she's very in the different Marvel like. Universe all of a she, yeah, she wakes up, doesn't remember who she is, and she keeps getting flashbacks of being a superhero <laughs> and beating up thugs oh on the street. Why can't that happen? Let's put her in the MCU. That needs to. I mean, like, I'm down with Christina Applegate as a superhero. That would be great. Yeah, right? Um, Jason? Yes. Jason, she had a double mastectomy for cancer. She is a fucking hero. Dude, she showed up to work like a week later. I was on set. I know. I was like, what the fuck? She freaked me out. Sorry. Like, I was just like, damn, girl, you're my hero. Also, I'm in love with you. I'm pretty sure I had a big crush on her. <laughs> I mean, why, how do you not have a crush on Christina? Yeah, Hamilton? seriously. Um, no, for, for serious. Uh, but, yeah, so long story short, yes, super, super, super drunk. And I'm like, it would be really funny if I shot a video now and tagged it with that. Oh, what is it? Oh, okay. And then later on, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the post. I, I hadn't planned it because I shot this like five months before I released it. But I'm like, oh, that's what I uh-huh. can use it for. This is my post-concession drunk. So that's what I did. And I am not a fan in film or an art of doing something where you are uh, actually unless it's drunk history because it's its own thing actually like either affected or inebriated i'm like act it out do some acting uh but i don't know it was funny and i was acting as best i I was putting forth an effort although this is how i drink water does make me still like that's (laughs) still very funny to me uh i i think i think um Mm mm-hmm this is gonna. This is pretty much. This is the last thing of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. Uh, I think. 
Well, this is the last thing, and then there's one more video with my buddy Alex Salem playing the intern, who then becomes kind of what we can assume is the yeah. next candidate. Yeah. Because I think I feel like the whole uh, I'm drunk, but I feel like I should make a video uh-huh. kind of defines that entire version of the movie. That's true. That's very true. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's all he's. That's all your character has been focusing on the whole time is just talking to your constituents, mm-hmm. and like almost above all else in a lot of ways. Uh huh. Above cohesiveness. <laughs> and everyone else telling him. And- yep. Like this. Uh, you, uh, what's fun in cutting it, and again, I do. Ha- I literally have not watched all the videos, so it's. I'm going to have to. I'm going to do a cut before the election. And I think at some point I can revisit it, but because I can't watch all 18 hours of video between now and then uh, and still edit the fucking thing. But I'm discovering the themes as I'm editing it. Like, I had some ideas, and I've always had some ideas in mind, but I'm discovering a few more themes in editing it that also, like, are luckily just genius buttons by really wonderful actors. Because it's all improv. I don't think we said that. This is all improv with the exception of I wrote one brief script for someone. Uh, Another guy wrote his scripts because they're supposed to be um, corporate. So that's fine. And then my concession mm-hmm. speech I did write out. So there are a few things that are written, but only because the characters would have written them. So that right. makes sense. Um, so everything else is improvised. And I, I'm sort of dreading going back through watching some of them because I wrote a bunch of obstacles that were good, but I, I wrote like big obstacles for all the 10 months or whatever we did this for. And some of the obstacles, it's okay to cut them out, but some of them are like, they make me sad. Like our mm-hmm. our characters like like really hating each other or like uh, uh-huh. it just makes me sad. Like I ended up really affect this this movie fucked with my brain. Like it was it really uh, uh, yeah. Like what was it that that call that we had in when I was in my little mini house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you uh, where, the where one where you flip out part on us. Or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know my brain, so you know my insecurity. I'm like, I know we're acting. I wrote this, and at the same time, I'm like, and then I and then I and then I just hang up on yeah. you. Oh yeah, that hurt. That hurt my feelings, and that shouldn't, because it's like, but it worked. And I, I'm like, I know this is a thing, so I'm gonna act it. I'm gonna go with what really happened. Also, what hit me more because it was in person is the video I was talking about earlier. Is when so the, the whole thing ends with Alex, my buddy. God damn it, I keep hitting my mic. My buddy Alex Salem playing my. I just I do love his arc from intern to now the future of the campaign. Uh, but it's his regular quote unquote VHS blog. He's like, ah, I'm talking about VHS, but all of a sudden he's super polished. He's in kind of a suit. He's like, it got this big handsome cause he's a very handsome guy. He got a big handsome smile mm-hmm. on. He's got his hair kind of put together a little bit. He's not wearing a hat this time. And he's inviting all these people in and they're all like, ah, good. This they're all like being half subtle about, uh, this is much better than the job we used to have with Jason. Like we're much more confident in uh-huh. you. We like you much more and I'm getting affected by it. A little bit, but I'm like, whatever, this is a bit. <laughs> and then I get on camera with him because the, the gag is my hand comes into frame with a scotch glass of water. He's like, oh, thanks. He doesn't say my name. He's like, hey, you know, you know, sit, sit down, sit down. So I sit down and I'm his intern now. Uh, uh-huh. And at some point in the middle of me talking, no one has told me this is going to happen. The other three are like, Rick Mendel 2020. I think you can see on my face how pale I go. I'm pretty sure you can see uh-huh. me fighting back an actual instinct to be. And I felt hurt the rest of the video. And I <laughs> felt hurt after we yelled cut. And I'm like, guys, I know we're acting, but I'm very insecure. And also you guys nailed it. It's like there's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I mean, I'm also making a movie. It's 
<clears throat> semi-autobiographical because I made this, I made both, I finished the other one just to finish it. And then I made the movie about finishing the movie just to finish it. And I made this one about inexplicably starting up a campaign again when I did sort of inexplicably do another project of a movie that made me no money that nobody watched. Uh -huh. So, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. <laughs> It's okay. When they make a documentary about me and I'm completely self-unaware, it will be worth it. It will be worth it. Yeah. Yep. Who should make this documentary? Werner Herzog? Who are we thinking? Like, we got maybe somebody hasn't made a documentary before. What are we thinking? Like, uh, Richard Linklater? I think I think, uh, I think. what you need to do is you need to hit up Shane Dawson. Which one's Shane Dawson? He's uh, He does documentaries about YouTubers. Oh, okay. All right. I'll do that. He's been doing a whole thing about Jake Paul. Oh, and boy. I bet that's entertaining. He's very humanized in it because he's actually talks to him uh -huh. it's a, it's actually really fascinating because what you see is a fucking young brother uh -huh. with a ex-military dad who was coach on their sports team uh -huh. and an older brother who became famous before him okay just trying to play catch up mm. and not having any friends so he basically buys a house and puts all his friends in it <laughs> oh no that is pretty much what that is. Yeah. Like when he goes to like the YouTube conference, uh -huh. no one talks to him. <laughs> no. So he's, you know, one of the biggest YouTubers out uh -huh. there and he doesn't interact with any other YouTubers, which isn't typical. Yeah. He has no real friends except for the ones he packs his house with. And then right. they've all, like his original Team 10 crew have all kind of stabbed him in the back. <laughs> no. Drama. Yeah. It's drama. actually really sad. <laughs> it is sad. It is sad. I guess he's young, and I like, almost feel bad yeah, for him. Yeah, he's 22. Oh, yeah, I'd be dead. I, if I were famous, I would, yeah. we've talked about this. If I were famous that young, I would have killed yeah. myself. Like, no doubt. Yeah. I'm depressed. I'm depressive. You know, who knows what else. I would have. No. Well, one of, one of the people that left was his the, the, the manager of Team 10. Mm -hmm. he, and he left because his dad took over managing uh -huh. it, and apparently... He's not a great guy. Oh, okay, fun. And he kind of just, you know, and he lives in that house with them. Oh, okay, weird. You know, actually, it's now making me think, yeah, if, if, so my character in the movie does have a bunch of, like, he has money, he has access to money. He's not rich, but he yeah. has access to this money through his buddy. Uh -huh. So if I had had that, yeah, what would have, I wouldn't be alive unless you had been like, I guess I have to stick with Jason so that he doesn't kill himself. Like, that's how it would right. be. It would have to be uh -huh. you or, or other friends close. Because <laughs> I was dreadfully insecure. Yeah. And just unable to yeah. take care of myself. Not unable so to take care of myself, but very insecure. It's definitely, like, I think that's a big part yeah. of it. So, anyway, yes. yeah, Shane Dawson should okay. do it. Okay, all right, sweet. He'll turn it into, like, a five-part series, sure. seven-part series, sure. whatever. Yep. And he'll make you cry because he, he, he always makes everyone cry. Sweet. I don't know if he makes Jake Paul cry. I haven't watched that one right, yet. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, then we, we've solved it. So once that happens, then, then I'm good. Good yeah. as gold, son. <laughs> yeah. That was a hiccup. <laughs> that was, it was an entertaining hiccup. an emergency of the, uh, uh, this is a test of the emergency <laughs> broadcast system. This <laughs> 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 had been a real emergency. <laughs> I don't know if this podcast would have done you no good. It's been like a couple of weeks, dude. <laughs> uh, can I tell you the worst thing, by the way, speaking of that fuck uh, emergencies, that yeah. stupid presidential warning system that he decided to set up that who knows what he's going to use it for one day. Um, uh, just to write the word sad exclamation point and send it to everybody's phone at once. <laughs> like, oh, you guys see what I did? 
Uh, my phone has a glitch where if it gets Amber Alerts or any emergency alerts, um, it doesn't show the alert, and therefore you can't stop it. So it keeps going and going. Oh. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, so I have to put my phone in like, <laughs> I have to say it's going to go reboot, and then I cancel the reboot, and then it stops. And then five minutes later, again, it won't, it, it, and it takes usually six hours for it to not do that every few minutes. Oh, no. It, even if I reboot the phone, because the message is still in the system, it's it's no good. No good. I don't know how to fix the glitch. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to do. You can, at least on some models of phones. You that, can disable uh, it, right? You can disable the alerts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might as well. Although you can't, you can't, you can't okay. disable the president. Uh, of course I can't. Of course I can't. Although, from my understanding, that's actually for FEMA, not for... Yeah, that is actually it's true. Just, it's, it, it just, it's he, just called that because of a... Uh, oh, was it an act in the 1930s or something like that? Okay. That they passed saying that in, in the times of emergency, the president can use civilian communication tools to reach the populace. I see. Okay. That's, so it's that's called fine. presidential alert because it's based on that level of presidential power. Sure. But sure. it's not like he's got a little red cell phone to send a text <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> if he did, it would be hacked by the Chinese and they would be would fucking be, with he us. Just, he just uses his goddamn iPhone. It was, it was, I saw a thing earlier um, that it was... He said that you know everyone's lying and that he only uses presidential president-allowed uh-huh. phones and whatever... Blah, 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 you know, which are uh, specific types of phones. And then it's from Twitter on my iPhone. On my iPhone. Yep. Which yep. is not a government government branded phone. Now, what do you think the government, do you think they have proprietary phones? That, that What do you think? What do you think? Who's, uh... They probably work. I, I know that they originally worked with BlackBerry, would, but had a specialty OS and, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure there's probably, they use probably Android, but probably some specialty Mm-hmm. Version of the OS developed. Oh my for God! Security. You know, it just occurred to me. Oh no! What? President Obama became president right as smartphones were becoming a thing, and therefore, it, it's he... his fault why there are Blackberries because he wouldn't go without it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's. Do you think there was a huge? I'm sure during the. T- but I'm like, it, it might... was a huge uproar that he wouldn't give that he wouldn't give up his phone. I remember that he wanted that. a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole thing. It's so funny to me. And he was very cautious with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think he was like, everyone's like, hey, what's what's up, baby? Yep. Yep. Hey, yeah, this is me. Yeah, it's Obi. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 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 guys, hold on. I'm going to take this for a second. Like, I just like the idea that he would just shift into, you know, sexy Obama mode once that kind of thing uh, happened. He can do that at the drop of a hat. You see uh-huh. him shake hands? Yeah, 100%. Like, right? he's like, no, Light no, no. Man. This oh, one's... hi, here's your handshake. White man, oh, here's your handshake. <laughs> <laughs> he does his brother, Eddie Murphy white guy does, voice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> brother, they do the hand clap, and he claps his back like... <laughs> Hello there, sir. Hi. He, he can he can slide in and out of it. Hi, I'm President Ooh. Obama. Hello, here we are. Let's shake hands. Okay, good. Very oh. nice to meet you, sir. Hello yes. there. I'm, a Bo- I'm Obama. Hi there. I'm President Obama. Yes, hi. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hi. I am <laughs> President Hussein Obama. <laughs> President Hussein Obama. He just skips <laughs> Barack altogether. <laughs> Barack's a very good name. That's just... Just a side note. It's a very good name. There was a character in, um, I think, Mortal Kombat named Baraka. Uh-huh. And he had knives for hands. Well, he had like almost like Wolverine kind of thing. 
Oh, okay. But like mm. giant single blade. Oh yeah. All right. Did you? I feel like I remember. Hmm. I Did played you? the shit out of, out of it. I had it on the Super Nintendo. On the Super Nintendo. Okay. Okay. I tried to figure out all the babalities uh-huh. and the fatalities and mm-hmm. the friendships. We had the, like the Sorry. the strategy guide to tell you how to do it. I re- so I'm sure you saw a lot of it. Yeah, but I remember my mom warning me against it. She didn't like it, and so I was afraid of the game. So I <laughs> bet, I bet I wouldn't I wouldn't watch you play it. I bet there's a bit of that at least, maybe sometimes. <laughs> but I know there's a part of me who's like, no, I can't watch it. It's gross. Like I definitely, <laughs> and I'm still like don't necessarily like horror movies that much. Like that's that shit's all definitely affected me. It's very weird. <laughs> what are you doing for Halloween, Dan? What did you do for Halloween, as it were? I definitely have already done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, dressed up in a chicken one, a rooster onesie, mm. and gone trick or treating with Caden. That's pretty great. Now, is this rooster a specific rooster? Generic rooster? Generic. They have like those onesies at Walmart. Oh, okay. It's and one of those. how much is it? How much is that going to run you? I'm curious what was, Walmart charges for one of these. It was fifteen bucks. What? That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Now, does he get to name you like you're a plushie? Because <laughs> he's going to name you Cock the Pawoo. He's going to name you Cock. <laughs> Cock the Pawoo. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's going to happen. What's he going as? What's Caden going as? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <gasps> so good. Wait, which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Uh, He doesn't know what they are. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He wouldn't. <laughs> when he gets older, he if, just, if he picks he got, one. He got, he got one. He got the costume from the thrift store. Uh-huh. And then they had like Ninja Turtle shells at the dollar store, so awesome. we got that. And then Ariel's, and also uh, like foam nunchucks. Mm-hmm. So pretty good. I guess Michelangelo by proxy or by default, I guess. What are you gonna do if like um, like he's a smart kid? What if like next he's just year too, he's, he's he's too young to actually enjoy Ninja Turtles? Sure. It's too much story. Oh, okay. Too much actual story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's older, I bet he'd really he'll really like it. But like, what, I tried to show it to him. He's so smart. Like, what if like next year he all of a sudden is like, he wants to dress up as a character from a Fellini film, and you're like, how did you absorb that information? <laughs> I have YouTube. Oh, right, right. Okay. Right. Um. Hmm. No, we're very just, we're very strict with that YouTube. Yeah, I bet. I bet the specific child he can only watch Peppa Pig from what I from what I understand. Yeah, last last weekend and we haven't <laughs> let him watch that in a while either. Oh really? Yeah, he's been watching a show called Octonauts, which oh yeah, uh, I've heard of it. And at least it always teaches them at least about one kind of interesting animal, uh-huh. and they go through it. Okay. So, what I've been doing is they they have the animal in there, but it's it's like you know uh 3d animation mm-hmm. and then at the end they do a creature report and then they show a real video of the animal for like five seconds <laughs> so if i'm around when he's watching it i like to try to find like real videos and pictures of the animal okay. so you can see what it's really like that's cool yeah it's pretty dope pretty good that way he's like he definitely knows it's a real animal mm-hmm. but like he know he knows what a narwhal is that's pretty good that's awesome he knows what a coconut crab is uh-huh and a couple of the others that he flying fish. He loves flying fish. It's pretty good, man. I almost want. I'm not ready yet because we have to wait till again. He's ready to process story. But yeah. we write a, if we write a Christmas children's book 
and then do an actual, not pokeweed, do an actual audiobook along with it. Something actually <laughs> appropriate for children that isn't a racist children's book character. <laughs> ironically, folks, ironically. Um, still out of place. It's 2018. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Get over yourselves. Yeah. I, now, I did start writing. I'm like, I had an idea for a children's book for him. And I had an idea. I haven't finished it yet. Um, got some ideas. I got some ideas. Some stuff that we could work on. And we could turn it into a book pretty easily. Okay. Using your art, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 My, my heart. My heart. I'm sorry. This is not just a children's book. This is uh, my heart. My heart. I actually just interviewed um, Shel Silverstein's nephew, who's also his archivist. And uh, that was pretty cool. Have you ever heard any of Shel Silverstein's music that isn't A Boy Named Sue? I know he's written it for other people. Yeah, but he also had a couple albums. And I did not know they're that. They're very fucking funny. Like they, this one was from sixty, no seven, no yeah sixty two. I don't remember what year it was from, but it was great. It was very good. Like he, we, he, it's it's called Inside Folk Songs, and all the music is kind of parodies of folk music. But all and like he doesn't have a good singing. He can carry a tune, but he he sings like this and talks like this. Like his voice, that's his voice. Like he doesn't not sound like that. <laughs> he sounds like a kind of weird dude you might. Think. So so. When I read Where the Sidewalk Ends mm-hmm. to Caden, mm-hmm. I should be reading it like this so I'm in Shel Silverstein's real voice. Basically, yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> he, it, it and it's it's just so str- he like he's got um uh he's got a song that's and I've heard variations on this, but this is now my favorite variation of it. It's a song he's like I wish I could sing the blues. Uh, it's basically like, you know, I wish I could sing about the you know, being black and working on a chain gang and all this stuff. But then the, the then the chorus is, what do you do when you're young and white and Jewish? And it's all about like how he just has no <laughs> he's no experience with this. He really wants to sing the blues, but he has no place doing it. Uh, it's, and it's like 1962 or some shit. It's like this yeah, guy's it's on kind top of appropriate of it. now. Yeah, yeah. It's so on top. It's just very good. And he also like he actually hung out with the beatniks. So what you're what you're yes. saying is that he was checking his privilege. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He did it brilliantly. It's uh, you hear that, guys. Shell Silverstein mm-hmm. checks his privilege. Yep. You can do it too. Yep. Okay, you know what though? I, I blame George Soros. Probably made him check it's his privilege. Probably true. You're probably right, Dan. You know how that yep. is. Yep. Yep. Duh. It's fucking anytime <laughs> I talk to anyone about any bullshit, uh-huh. they're just like Soros, George Soros <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, okay, fuck. yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. You you no. know how those Holocaust survivors are big into you know these worldwide conspiracies. Um. <laughs> They already went through one. They don't need to make any more. Dude, his name is a palindrome. <laughs> Think about it. Okay? His name is a palindrome. There are no real names. Someone... Pal- no. <laughs> no. But I just <laughs> okay, like that's the first thing that occurs God. to me. Right? But it sounds believable. That's po- that was Poe's Law right there in action, guys. <laughs> Think about it. No. no just think about no, it. No, I will not. <laughs> Think about it doesn't work, guys. <laughs> I did think about it. You're fucking stupid. I love that, that they seem believable. Freaking you. We don't, we lib- don't air- you libtard <laughs> leftist communist sorrow-sucking cuck. <laughs> I 
I think I think uh, I think the the term Soros sucking is one of my favorite. Let's make fun of the conservative <laughs> things you've ever said. That's very funny. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I shouldn't even say conservative. Uh, insane is the best word for what's yes, happening. It's yes. just insanity. <sighs> just like how people are saying that what what uh, <laughs> Trump is doing is fucking a huge conspiracy to sneak things through. No. Maybe the other people around him, yep. but not him. No. 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 There's no conspiracy there. He's just a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, He's just, not playing one on TV. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You know, and I used to, I legit, I think I've said this before, but like, I've always thought, I had thought for years, I was like, all I care about, you know, if you're a racist and a jerk, like, I don't like it being in secret. I want to know about it. I want to fucking find out so I can challenge you. I think you should be, you know, if you're out and loud about it, then you know what? What will happen is the economy of culture will shut you down. Apparently not. Apparently the nope, louder it, you are about it, the more the fucking dipshits come turn, out of the woodwork. Yeah, it turns out, oh, oh. there's... It, it just makes it okay yeah, those ampli- to call the police <laughs> on a girl selling lemonade. The amplifications are like nuclear radiation to an existing mutant in comic books. It's like... Yeah, it's it just, just like makes, makes them makes stronger worse. and... And I didn't think that. I never thought that would be the case. I was like, no, most people are... No, I- because America's <laughs> supposed to be good. <laughs> right. right. Ah, Dan. Ah, what do we... I know. What do we do, Dan? How do we solve this problem? Fucking vote in four days. Right, that is true. Yes, right. Thank you. Yeah, vote, <laughs> vote in five days or this early sixth, if right? you can. Like I'm going to. I don't know how you vote early. Uh, I feel stupid. A Saturday. I feel stupid. Well, I don't know the, how to vote early. Not all states allow. Oh, okay. I don't know if California. I don't know if California is one. It feels like it would be. We're a bunch of fucking hippies. I mean, here's the thing. California's going to vote blue no matter what. But, but it's but, but it's being but it is run by Republicans at the same time. California's a really schizophrenic motherfucker. It's also true. That's also true. It's not like there aren't like tons of red counties or at least because here we just go like. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, here it's just you. They've got a handful of places that are open for early voting. You just go there and mm, vote. That's awesome. That's so good. I was gonna ways to vote. I was gonna vote send you a link. Vote early in person. Mm-hmm. Some counties offer voting at a few locations before election day. Mm-hmm. Here we go, guys. This is this is the voting hour with sure. Dan and Jay. All right, here we go. Los Angeles. D. Let's see here. Oh wait, those are those are names. It's supposed to be. Oh, that's offices in there. Things. Uh, polling place. Here we go. Find your polling place. Dan's, Dan's, Dan's hunting. Dan's doing a little hunting. No, this is about... I'm just trying to find out... <laughs> what? I guess... No, you need... I guess you need to... You need to contact your county elections office to find out. Mm, okay. So... I'll probably... I'll just vote on the night. I'm fine. I don't mind voting on the night. It's fine. Well, here's the... Here's, here's the... The phone number. Mm, thanks, Dan. Tell the people at home. You, if you it's live, one eight hundred eight one five two six 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 for Los Angeles. Yep. Just call that office. They'll tell you where you can go to early vote. And after you've early voted, tell us the experience. Call us at 208-557-3524. Just leave us a little message. I, I'm going to. Will have <laughs> already voted. <laughs> uh I didn't know this is a thing. Uh, go to ebay.com right now. Why did I tell you to dot com? <laughs> go to eBay right now. <laughs> go to http <laughs> colon forward colon. slash forward slash. You know the guy who invent who invented Earl's 
regrets those double slashes. Really? Are they unnecessary? It was just a very... A hundred percent. He invented how it's laid out. Oh. He just did that because it was common in programming. Oh, really? So it's not mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, so you're at, e- you're at eBay.com? Or is- I am at HTTPS <laughs> colon slash slash www.ebay.com. Okay. Or as uh, Jimmy Pardo says, electronicbay.com every time. I need you to just type in voting machine. Voting machine. So which one do you want me to look oh, at? Oh, it doesn't matter. The fact that you can buy one for, do you want to announce the price of, of one? Well, I can get a vintage one for 60 bucks, or you can yep. get a Diebold AccuVote uh-huh. for $94.99. Uh, Free shipping. They're easy to hack. Apparently, you can pull the information off of them through a very easy, quick backdoor. So apparently, this is a thing that, that has been tested. This is this guy who did it in 2012, and he's like, let me try the 2016 machines. Yep, turns out, uh, and it's based on just shitty standards state by state. There's no national standard for security of voting machines data. after the fact. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how much information goes through. Like, I don't know how much is in there, but, I mean, your name is is he's involved in some way so it's just it's just it's i imagine it's up. probably actually an id yeah but if they could get access to the if if they were able to get the that information they were they might be able to pull it off for sure i guess i just why don't you just buy just one don't know how what good that would do anyone i like, i i don't either necessarily but it also does show how easy they are to hack apparently it, some of them yeah. are easier to it's quicker to hack them than it is to vote on them uh which is super fun Super cool. I've never used an electronic voting machine. I'm happy that I have. I, I want one of these $90 ones that aren't even electronic. What? Really? What are the it's mechanic, a voting machine. Like old ones? It's, it's a thing. Uh, I they... mean, it's, it's electronic in that, like, you just poke, you like, I guess there's a wire that mm-hmm. plugs in, uh-huh. although there's a lamp on it, so maybe that's what plugs in. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's just like, yeah, just one of those little stand-up kiosk ones with the little pennies circle in the circle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it folds into, like, a handy carrying case, right? Yes, one of those. Oh, my God. Would it not be the best thing in the world if you bought to one bring and your brought own. it with you? <laughs> like, oh, no, thank you. I've got my oh, own. Oh, my own. <laughs> chum, chum, chum. I, Wait a minute. I don't trust your shit. It, it, but, no, you know what you do? No. That, okay, so here's, here's what you do. You I'm listening. Up, you're like... So, I mean, I don't know. I'm a little undecided. I'm like, really? Well, I can give you some tips. I'm not supposed to give you some No, you're not supposed to give me tips because that's illegal. You're not supposed to. And then they're like, well, you don't know who to vote for. Uh, maybe you should vote for this guy. You're like, And then you open up that, oh, we got a voting shark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns out he's been voting his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> whole life. I've voted twice already today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Donald Trump needs to speak to you because you're and the you evidence go, you're, that he needs. And they're like, wait, you already voted? You put on a fake mustache. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> My name is Emily Voterson. You have a mustache, ma'am. I don't want to judge. Yes, you shouldn't judge. Well, you shouldn't. This is America. Mm. 2018, I can be a woman. <laughs> Clink, and just unfolds, and then you get to do your own little stab, stab, stab. Uh, I love this. <laughs> Sir, idea. We, you have to use the machine over there. <laughs> you see, also- where did you where did you get that ballot? It's all it's all on the computer screen, sir. <laughs> I brought my own. Brought my own. <laughs> sir, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just re- you, the, you've got, and then your pen is in two pieces, and it's in a little case with velvet lined. You so open you- it and they screw it together. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. 
shit, I shouldn't have put $50 on this guy. What the fuck were you <laughs> voting on? What were you betting on? I was betting on whether or not he'd be a good voter. You're a shitty gambler. You're a, You're a shitty gambler. That's a... That's a very subjective opinion anyway. <laughs> no, I meant like he'd actually be able to like fill in the circle all the way. <laughs> like he just does a good job. Jeez, I'm not dumb. <laughs> oh my God. The voting sketch, everyone. Yeah, there you go, guys. You're welcome. Well done, us. Um, we already talked about the video. We talked about voting. We didn't plan we to. Did. We should have planned to, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, if we're, we, we did our civic duty. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. People in Los Angeles, you just call that phone number, 1-800-815-2666. Or you can fax them at 562-929-4790. Sure. Um, or email voterinfo at rrcc.lacounty.gov. Uh, and they'll tell you where to go vote. Um, mm-hmm. Here in Boise, it's mostly all the DMVs. Oh, really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, yeah, the, the closest DMV to us, there's like them, and then there's an area in the back that they use for early voting. Is there any indicator that, boy, well, that Idaho has any chance of tipping? Like that it has any chance of, what do we think? I don't know anything it's, about it. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who just stick to their guns, but there's a lot of people who are pissed off at what actually happened. Right. Um, but there might be, pe- there might be a lot of people who are going to, cause we've got, um, some douchebag and Paulette Jordan mm-hmm. and she's been pretty smart. She, she freaking did an AMA uh-huh. on Reddit. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I don't know any other Idaho politician who's done that. Okay. That's good. Who's running for like the level of governor or something. Right, right, right. Um, and she did answer one question that could be rather divisive mm-hmm. in a pretty progressively safe way. Okay. I I, I, could, I I guess it's the equivalent of Obama's civil union support when he was right. originally running. That's what that's where my brain always goes because I was so pissed at him, and then later was like, oh, okay, I got it. He's just yeah, that was just his foot in the door. So you know, Washington, Oregon, weed, California. Canada, uh-huh. all these people near and around Idaho mm-hmm. have legalized yep. pot, yep. either recreationally or medically, sure. or both. Sure. So it just seems inevitable that mm-hmm. being next to all of those places, we're going to have to go down that road. One would hope. So someone asked Paulette Jordan on the AMA, what is her opinion on uh, marijuana mm-hmm. legalization? Mm-hmm. And what she said was... I think medicinally it should be legalized mm-hmm. and recreationally it should be put before the people. That's the smartest because, answer. Yeah. And because Idaho has the ability to allow the populace, you know, s- similar to what they did with the gay marriage in California, uh-huh. just let the, the, the people vote mm-hmm. directly instead of having a politician try to pass a bill. Right, right, right. And I've, I'm like, that's a safe answer. It is a safe answer, but it also, like you said, it opens the door. Like, it's it's yeah, a smart yeah. way to well, open says, the door. It says if you get people out to vote when that's on a ballot, uh-huh. it could potentially get passed. Also, within a decade, let's face it, Marlboro's going to be, re- they're going to have their own weed. I mean, like, I always thought it was a silly yeah. idea, look, but it's going to look, happen, so come on. Dare, Dare removed marijuana from its gateway drug Really? List. I didn't know yeah. that. They just did it. 
Interesting. So like it's five seconds ago. So then. it's Esther, some drug and alcohol resistance education. <laughs> <laughs> or dare a uh, dare you, which is a drug and alcohol resistance education, except weed. <laughs> or D or, or except marijuana. So Dareem. It's Dareem now, ladies and gentlemen. Dareem. Dareem. Sorry, this this episode's still called Voting Shark. I don't care what anybody says. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> boy. So it's it's so it's like the SNL sketch. Who is it? Voting Shark. Voting shark. <laughs> <laughs> I you have no idea how you do. You know my brain. How tempted I am to actually do this. Like I really like that's exactly the kind of voting things I use here. At least in Burbank. Like I'm like. Fuck, I yeah, they have them here too. Yeah, they have. They actually they don't use those. They use like the cheap ass cardboard ones. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sometimes we have those too, but every once in a while it's like, yeah, the the cardboard. Uh, I just, uh, it's so weird. I mean, I understand that like it's just a general. It's like this is just how we do it because you know you want it to be secret. It's nobody's business what you voted, but it always still all it reminds me of is don't don't look don't cheat. No, this is my, that's, like, that's all I think of. Dude, I I didn't study. <laughs> I didn't. That, that is the case. Let's be honest. That is frankly most of the time what's going on. <laughs> so we might go a little over. But what propositions do you guys have on the ballot? Oh, boy. Here's, here's the problem. I don't know yet. I have all the voting guides, and I tend to be like a week before I'm ready to go. Although I say this now, and it's it's about a week before. Uh, I that's something I should probably look over this weekend because I'm I'm not gonna. I tr- I don't vote willy nilly on those things. Although I am very much a if it increases taxes, but also increases education or something, I'm usually okay. <laughs> I don't pay as I should pay closer attention to like. Can I get a sense of what might be earmarked in here? But you can't really when they do the general idea of it. So it's like, okay, well, is this increasing this? It's increasing the safety of students by offering every child a, a fucking <laughs> I don't know parachute. Okay, well, I mean, kids kids need parachutes. Who knows? Uh, parachutes are safe. So, but I I'll be honest, I don't know all the propositions. Uh, there's a new Prop Eight. Well, let's say California Propositions 2018. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Oh my God, California is so. We have two. You have 12. We have 12. That's Authorized enough. bonds to fund specified housing assistance I'll programs. Probably go for that. So, Although I feel like that, you know, there are people like who are back and forth like this, this actually benefits George Soros. So you better not. Um, you never know. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> His name uh, is a palindrome, bonds to you know. Fund, uh, bonds to fund existing housing program for individuals with mental illness. Yeah. See, I'll, you just, I mean, you've bent my little liberal heart around your finger. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Bondifon projects for water supply and quality, watershed, fish, wildlife, water conveyance, and groundwater sustainability and storage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, construction um, at hospitals providing children's health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, requirements for certain property owners to transfer their property tax base to replacement property. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. That one's a little bit. Some fuzzy. of that's that happens a lot. Okay, let's see. Removes certain transfer requirements for homeowners over 55, severely disabled homeowners, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and contaminated or disaster destroyed property. Fiscal impact schools and local governments each would lose over $100 million in annual property taxes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, early on, growing to about $1 billion per year, similar increase in state costs to backfill school property. Are we going to go through every California proposition? Uh, that's number five. <laughs> Six, eliminate certain road repair and transportation funding. Uh, 
Uh huh. Because sure. you know, uh, certain fuel taxes and vehicle fees be be approved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so earlier, remove Sorry. funding and but continue taxing. You said higher. Prop Four. What you read it out properly, but I heard authorizes bonds funding construction at hospitals, preventing children's health care. That's what I first. I'm like <laughs> that doesn't. But I don't know. Maybe it's worded weird, and I had to look at it. I'm like, okay, okay, that's fine. Children. They call it the children last initiative. <laughs> um, so Prop Six doesn't want to fix cars, but they want to charge more fuel mm-hmm. taxes. Uh, conform California daylight savings time to federal law. Yeah, uh, there are a lot. I've noticed this today. There, I looked up when uh, daylight saving was, which is this weekend uh, or the following weekend. It's the following weekend, and there's November, a yeah. lot in um, uh, foreign countries as well to be like, let's just do away with it. Blah blah blah. I don't know what the federal. So a yes on this measure means the legislature with a two-thirds vote could change daylight saving time if the change is allowed by the federal government. Okay, so that's one of those things that apparently... Basically... If the government says yes, then we can bend to it. Okay, interesting. I mean, I don't know what the purpose of that would be. I don't know how that would help us at all, but I probably wouldn't. Oh, this one's big. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, John Oliver did a whole thing Mm -hmm. on it. Uh, Amount Regulates amount outpatient kidney dialysis clinics charge for dialysis that's treatment. probably good i will tell you this in my it's actually it's hugely expensive in my office jobs i mean i've 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 dealt with clients who had dialysis and i mean it's their life like you don't get to do much else like you get to go do dialysis come home and be exhausted so your whole life mm-hmm. is an exhausted person who's either in the hospital or just at home exhausted so the idea that it costs anything is abhorrent to me <laughs> like dialysis <laughs> should be a thing where it's like, it's not always your fault. Also, uh, even if it were, let's, right. let's quality of life's probably a good yeah. thing to give people. So uh, I'm guessing you said there was going to be another equivalent of Prop Eight or whatever. There is a new Prop Eight. Is all. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing that's what Prop Nine probably was because it says Proposition Nine was removed from the ballot by order of the California Supreme Interesting. Court. Interesting. Well, I mean, the old Prop Eight was the gay marriage one. That's the only one that I like. That's right. my Prop Eight. This is not your grandfather's Prop Eight. Oh, okay. I'm going to bet you it was that again. Uh, Prop 10 expands local government's authority to enact rent control. Yeah, that I'm interested in uh, as a person who pays way too much rent in California. Yeah, we're running to we're running to that here in Boise yeah. now. The, it's a, it's, there's a property. Can I tell here. you? Chrissy's having a hard time finding Do some to, quick to math. If you're a human being and you know how to do some quick math, do some quick math anywhere you can buy property. If you're a human who can afford to buy more than one property, you can afford to have cheap rent. It is not expensive. Ever. <laughs> not in the world is it expensive. Like, if you look at how much it would cost to mortgage a house in upstate New York right now, if I, because I could afford, mm-hmm. I can't afford to buy a house here, but I could get a loan and buy a house in upstate New York, fix it up and rent it. I could probably do that. And the amount I would have to charge, just to make a little bit of profit and not fuck myself over and have a little bit in, in, in the bank would not be much. So, and like my rent gets bumped up all the time and they fix nothing. So nothing. it's like, remember our first apartment, this? it went up at least a few hundred dollars. Oh, I yeah, was there. I remember. And it was just worse and worse. They never offered to do any repairs. I don't know how anything. much we've ever talked about this. Cause it's one of the worst times of my life and probably yours in terms of like, who wants to live with nine other people or whatever it was. But like in our <laughs> old place, like by the end of that, it's a three bedroom and they were charging what? 3000 something. What was it when you left? Cause you were there after I was, do you remember? It was three thousand plus, though, right? Ranked it. It was a and lot. What, it was a when shit I started ton. there, it was much less. 
because it was just the three of us. Mm -hmm. I think we each had our own room. Um, I temporarily had my own room eventually, like, brought other people in because I'm like, I can't afford this because I have zero dollars. It was an insane time. But, yeah, it ended up bumping and bumping and bumping and bumping. And L.A. just does that because they're like, ah, well, if you don't want to rent here, some other schmuck will. And they're right. They're usually right. Absolutely right. if you're okay with making a little money, which most people aren't, then it doesn't it's not hard to rent for very little like and help people out but yeah. whatever people suck people are the worst uh prop 11 requires <laughs> private sector emergency ambulance employees to remain on call during lurk breaks interesting well i mean sure people we don't want if, people to die i mean that's that I've, yeah that's that what it like is that's, that's you know you're privatizing all these services yeah. and then they're not available because they're eating a burrito. Yeah. Well, we all want breaks, but I mean, you do sign up for emergency services work because you're what we assume an exceptional human who deserves all the blowjobs <laughs> or or you know eating of whatever orifice you prefer to be eating. Um, so, like, if you do that, good for you. You deserve all the oral <laughs> pleasure. But also, we assume that you know if somebody's uh, got you know a chicken bone stuck in their windpipe and can't do anything about it, and their cat dialed nine one one for them because it's a really smart cat, you're gonna go to them and save their lives and pop the chicken bone out of yeah. their throat and pet the cat, and then you know good it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Not by that person. I'm just uh-huh. saying the person who no by the cat. I hate you. You're the one who mentioned I the cat. I mentioned the cat as a cute little addendum to my story. You're the worst human on the planet. Speaking of cats. All right, last yep. prop. Last mm-hmm. prop. Establishes new standards for confinement of specified farm mm-hmm. animals. Bans the sale of non-complying products. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's basically requiring it them to treat animals oh, properly. Oh, wait, okay. There's other things. And it prohibits the sales of meat and egg products from animals confined in non-complying. I'm fine manner. with that. Uh, I mean, if people are going to eat meat, I'd rather it be humane, which is like it's a weird borderline yeah. thing. That's a good thing. You know, um, yeah. But... Yeah, okay. That's fine. So, so Idaho only has two propositions. Yes, please. And I think together they truly truly speak to what is Idaho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit me with it. Um, prop 1 is an initiative authorizing historical horse racing at certain locations <laughs> where live or simulcast horse racing occurs and allocating revenue therefrom. <laughs> This is the, the mint julep proposition. And then prop two is an initiative to provide that the state shall amend its state plan to expand Medicaid eligibility to certain persons. Okay. So we want our horses <laughs> and we want our health care. <laughs> and then here's here's two uh, initiatives that did not quite qualify for health yep. status. An initiative establishing a medical marijuana program for qualifying patients and to protect protect participants from criminal prosecution and civil sanction and an initiative prohibiting abortion and making its performance or procurement murder of the glad that one didn't make it in so the anti roe versus wade (laughs) they were trying to circumvent which is woof fuck you idaho and that's i'm I'm sure there's a couple sites that probably actually did get that on the ballot because i've heard about it but yeah we it came must it probably came close I wouldn't be surprised. So, you know, so are we like, am I to understand that at some point somebody's going to have to be, you know, there used to be traveling medicine mans. or now just going to have to be traveling abortion buzz. Hello, lady. And it's called something else entirely. Hey, oh, it's a free cotton candy. Wink, wink. Like, and then it's just going to have to be. Oh. <laughs> this is treatment for your pregnant 
pregnatal hysteromics. Well, here's what we need to do. Here's here's where we invest yes, our science right. money. This is the only okay, way we're going to fix this hold problem. Hold on. Write it down. Get, hold get, on. Get Good, because I've been, my science you're, money you're jar it. is getting really you're, And full. you're wasting it when you do spend it, right? When I do, so, yeah. It's usually on, like, science lollipops. Men want to have everything, correct? Yeah. Usually. Have they seen the movie Twins? Or no, not Twins. Is it Twins? Which is the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes pregnant? Is that Twins? Which one's the one where he becomes pregnant? I think it is. It doesn't twins. matter which That's one, one it is. We invest all our money into making men be able to be pregnant. Because then what happens is we allow men to be pregnant. And then they can see what it's like when they no longer want this in their body. Had it put in their body uh, against their will. And then uh, what has to happen when they have an illegal abortion because they can't cross state, state lines or afford it. Then maybe exactly. men will... Junior. Then maybe men will know what it's like to have just all the cold metal implements shoved into your body and a life taken out of your body, and then you feel very guilty but also relieved at the same time and you're torn for years upon years upon years, and you hate yourself but also are happy that you're still alive and are very conflicted. And then maybe these men will finally be like, oh, maybe the government shouldn't dictate what happens to my body. Or women's bodies. Maybe that's a possible. Is that a thing? Just just maybe people. Yeah. Just, just Maybe don't, don't we don't fuck with people's my body. bodies. Maybe you do a thing to your body. Uh, because you want to stay alive um, so you know that's uh, just a thought I don't know I guess that's what we're going to have to do we call it the Schwarzenegger Act uh, even though Schwarzenegger's a bit of a creep uh, you know he's still he's still a liberal maybe he'll help us support it he 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 did a good job with what he did do when he sure. was sure you know he's he I, I, I will say history in terms of uh, his <laughs> what the fuck I, it's junior you're right that's what it is are you kidding me is that really a shot from the movie because that's an upset it's a it's a, oh, it's nightmare, a nightmare scene. scene. Okay, I've never. And it absolutely is, is a nightmare. I've never scene. seen it. I won't watch it because that's me enough. neither. I'm, I'm disturbed. You've done that's your a, job. I'm, I'm good. You've done your job. Thank you. <laughs> but that right there should tell guys, hey, maybe, just maybe, just think about it for two say. But you know, empathy, it's not my problem. <laughs> uh, that should just be every every male political candidate's slogan: empathy. It's not my problem. Hi. I'm Tim Jimson. And I'm here to talk to you about protecting your money, protecting your women, protecting your children, protecting yourself, most importantly. That kind of thing. I'm mostly uh, protecting God. <laughs> protecting God from the immigrants. So if you need a God-protecting gun, you'll also need abortions to help protect God. Like, they're, yeah, that's, you can use that to kind of justify yeah. just about anything. Dan, go Miller. Yes, sir. I've really enjoyed talking props with you. Propositions, not props. I mean, if we yeah. were talking props, <laughs> I mean, we've got some props we can talk about. We're not talking about that. We're, not, we're talking about propositions. And that was a fun time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just now, my mind is wild with these ideas of what if I had become an EMT and I was getting blown all the time. I yeah I wouldn't enjoy it. By the end of it, I'd be like, ah, I'm so bored yeah. of blowjobs. You know, I'd be like, I'd be like yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I'm so bored of blowjobs. You ever heard that? He says that all the time. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Mark Mark Wahlberg hates blowjobs. <laughs> I'm getting a look from someone in the room who's he's like for once, for once I just like to go on go down on someone else. <laughs> That's what it would take a lifetime of blowjobs for him to be like, you know what, you know DJ Khaled was wrong. I've got a, I've got, you know what? Love the one you're with. That kind of thing. Dan, do you have any final words for us this week? Well, 
I'm so tired, but I can't sleep. I'm standing on the edge of something much too deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny how we feel so much, but we cannot say a word. Mm-hmm. We are screaming inside, <laughs> but we can't be heard. Mm-hmm. But I will remember you. Will you remember me? Thank you, Dan. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. My my final words are, hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. You know, I've done this on the podcast before, but I, I can't, that can't be my <laughs> final words this week. Uh, I'll be sentimental. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, feel better, Rusty Warren. Rusty Warren was not feeling too good, and she's feeling, she's a, she, I'm a fan of hers. She's been on Comedy on Vinyl. She's the best. She's a great, funny comedian lady. She's getting better, but feel better, Rusty Warren. And also, um, if you, if you're a voting shark, you, legally, you have to tell me, so. Yeah. Rusty? Keep your knockers up. Damn right. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years. <laughs> <laughs>